some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett and This is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And welcome to the season 2 premiere of We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept, two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies, and then we compare the movie friendship to our own this week, in the season premiere, we will be covering 1989's Turner and Hooch, starring Tom Hanks and Beasley the Dog <laughs> as Hooch. So we're starting out with a real dog. Oh, wow. A real dog of nope. a movie. T- shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Shutting it down the season already? Yep. Just turn it off. <laughs> Listener, turn it off. Listener. This is no... This is not going to be fun for you. Nope. This will not be fun for you, listener. This is setting the tone for the rest of the season, and I'm disappointed already. <laughs> already regretting <laughs> coming back. Yes. Well, what did you do? What did you do during the break between seasons? What did you do? Um, I did a lot of things. I did. Um, I made a quilt. Yes. Of um my various hairs around the house. Various hairs, like different. Different kind. What do you mean by various hairs? <laughs> Just the ones I found around the house. I quilted so it them. Could be yours and could be. It could be anybody's, really. <laughs> could be the previous owner's hairs. Um, right. Yeah. I crafted that and then I did some, um, some pasta macaroni art. Yeah. And, uh, and I made a clay ashtray. How about you? Were, were, you in a, were you in a treatment program of some kind? I was at summer camp for adults. <laughs> okay. um, well, I did... Uh, what did I do? Let's see. Well, I mean, the, the first season was so successful mm. that I was it? really... Yeah, I took that. I took all of the prestige and sort of acclaim uh-huh. that I received from the first season and I... Um, I parlayed that into some fraud and some white collar crime. Oh, nice! <laughs> and uh, really abused the public trust. Okay, really, yeah. sort of just you know, it was really ugly. There will be a Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah! I can't about wait to watch soon. that. I don't want it. No spoilers, but so I say. I have a question. You say yes. all the the acclaim that you received. You didn't say yes. that we received. That that's that is correct. I mean, you'll have to watch the documentary oh, uh, okay. about how much I retconned you out of my life. Okay. Oh, break. interesting. Yeah. Who is? Oh, yeah, I pretend. Who's I playing me? That you, nobody's playing you. You don't exist. Oh, okay. And in Fair my enough. version, you were never born. Also, oh, like it's not, you know, interesting. So. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Well, why don't we? Why don't we uh, save that for another time and get into the movie? Well, actually, before we get into the movie. Why don't we introduce each other since people may not know us. They may be new to the podcast. It's a new season. It's a the, new hope. It is. It's a <laughs> new, new dawn. new generation. It's a new Tron dance. It's a new Tron dance. Um, I'll go first because I came prepared. Um, <laughs> as, as you always yes. do. Brendan Boogie, filmmaker extraordinaire, animator, okay-ish. Uh <laughs> Music the judgment that comes with this. Music writer, um, you know, hit or miss. It's music, you know. <laughs> um, and he is a um, owner of a franchise called Brendan Boogie's Barbecues. 
That's true. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious, delicious yep. barbecue. Yeah. It's all horse meat, though. It's weird. It's all horse meat, mm-hmm. but you cu- you cover you slather that up with enough sauce. Yeah, it tastes the same. You don't know you don't know what the fuck you're eating. Yeah. That that's what it says on the sign. You slather <laughs> it up with enough sauce. You, you don't, don't know what the fuck, fuck you're eating. Yeah. So this is Abbott Abbott <laughs> and Costello. That's just shortened Abby Barrett to Abbott. That's fine. This is Abby Barrett. She is a singer. She is a songwriter. She is, as I mentioned, a, a bit of a podcast legend. Yes. You know, um, and she's what you call a future disappointment mm. to, her legion, to her legions of fans. Oh, so sure. She yeah. hasn't disappointed y- y- you yet. She will. She's yeah. a classic future disappointment. I see myself as like a cult leader that like I'm right now about to hit peak. And then yeah. like like in, I would say like 18 months I'll probably be in prison, I think. How sad is it if this is your peak? <laughs> yeah, that's... Hey. Of cult, of, cult le- of, of being a cult leader. So why don't we get into the movie, Turner and Hooch, 1989. Why don't you give us the first famous Abby Barrett recap of the new season? I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm a tingle. Mm-hmm. I have used this time off to practice... To improve your <laughs> recapping skills? Yes, I went. That was part of of camp. It was recap rehab is what it was called. You went to camp to get better at recapping movies for the podcast. It's weird that they used like electric conversion therapy, though. That was not it cool. It is weird. Well, we begin with Scott Turner, played by uh, the legendary Tom Hanks. Um, who is this like crazy neat freak investigator for this small town police department. And he's about to like head to the big city because he's got a new a new investigator job. And he's doing his last rounds when he stops by the um, docks mm-hmm. to see this old man, Amos, and his vicious, uh, well, quote unquote vicious French mastiff named Hooch. And Scott tries to give, like, he's walking up the dock and he knows that Hooch is going to like come bounding toward him and want to attack him. So he like brings a muffin but Hooch knocks him down anyway and puts his mouth around Scott's neck. Let him go, Hooch! Let go of him, Hooch! Hooch! Drop him! Drop him, Hooch! I'm sorry, Scott. I don't have the hand strength they used to. You're okay, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I was looking forward to it. Nice quiet cup of coffee, but now I'm awake! Don't let him see that you're angry. He has a sense that he was possibly reacting real bad to anger. What is the matter with him? I brought him a muffin. He knows me! Oh, no. Well, no, he, was. he didn't even break the skin. Well, this dog loves you, boy. So Hooch is a French Mastiff, or as the French say, Dog de Bordeaux. <laughs> no, they don't say that. That is what they're called. Dog de Bordeaux. Dog de Bordeaux. The first would be like, Bordeaux. Bordeaux. You gotta go a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, I apologize for my uh, your terrible subpar, French. My subpar French accent. Have you ever had a dog run at you like that? Um, I don't. I mean, I have. I've had a dog run at me, but like it always ends with like wagging tail, and you know. Oh, really? It's like you're You've scared for a moment because you don't know what kind of dog it is. But no, no dog has ever tried to like grab my neck. When I was a kid, there was a dog that lived a few houses down from us named Silver and it was a Mm. Pomeranian so it wasn't that big but I was a little kid and so every time we would ride our bike by the house the dog would like run out and try to like nip at us and stuff and I was so scared of Silver it used to like freak me out I Mm. hated it so much but 
now Silver is surely dead. And like that, that is one of the good things about being a grudge holder is if you hold a grudge against a dog, you, it will you, die. You will, you, that dog will die and you can say, good, good riddance, Silver. Fuck you. My brother, when we would go to Narragansett, there was like an old woman who lived next door. My brother tried to do a good deed and like get her mail from the mailbox and bring it to her. And he did not see her German shepherd in behind the bushes who then bit his ass. Oh, wow. Yeah. You want to know what happens next? I sure do. Okay. So the next day, uh, Scott is called out to the dock again because Amos has been murdered, which is very sad. Oh, no. He, that is very sad. a sweet old man. So animal control tries to subdue Hooch, who's very upset because he's seen this murder, but he overpowers them and knocks one of them into the water. This, this dog's nuts. We're going to have to shoot him. Hey, you're not going to shoot this dog. He's the closest thing we have to a witness. Oh, yeah? You think you can handle him? You're nuts. Where are you going? He just responds poorly to anger, that's all. Ah, uh, David! What? David, bring the car around. Up as close as you can, open up the back doors. I'll leave the engine running. Hey there, Hooch. Hey, you, you saw the whole thing, didn't you? Yeah, well, Amos is gone now, so uh, you don't have a lot of options. Okay, you're either going to work with me or they're going to shoot us. And thus we have the beginning of the dog as a murder witness plot. Yes. Which throughout the movie, people are just like, yeah, no, totally. Like, <laughs> he goes to the vet and goes, can, can dogs witness murders? And the vet is like, oh, of course they can. I mean, I don't think they're wrong. You don't think they're wrong that a dog can witness, be a really good witness for, for a murder case. He, he did witness the murder. Yes. And, and he was able to ID the murder. Spoiler that, alert. Well, don't get to that part. But like the but like that is sort of the central thrust of the movie is Turner keeps Hooch so they can help him identify the murderer. Yeah. I mean, that part bummed me out because it was like, otherwise, if he wasn't useful, we would shoot him. Right. You That's know. true. Even Wait, the- if you're not... If you're not useful, we, we, we shoot you? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you better watch I'm, out. <laughs> I'm in real fucking trouble. Oh, I know you are. So after bringing Hooch uh, to the vet, to the sexy lady vet. Mayor Whittingham. Oh, really? A f- that's a fun name to say. Mayor Whittingham. Whittingham. That actor. Mayor Whittingham. I find it fun to say. I yeah, don't know. okay. Um, Scott realizes that he needs Hooch's help because he's a murder witness, as we just, as we just fucking said. In order to solve the case. You know what? The recap camp has gotten you very angry. <laughs> well, you know what? Angry recapper. Fucking people better pay attention. Um, so he brings Hooch to his house and tries to lay down the law because Hooch is kind of a menace. All right. These are the simple rules. No barking. No growling. You will not lift your leg to anything in this house. This is not your room. <laughs> No slobbering, no chewing. You will wear a flea collar. This is not your room. No begging for food, no sniffing of crotches, and you will not drink from my toilet. This is not your room. This is your room. The rest of the house is mine. When I come back into my house, I like to find everything where I put it. Everything in its place. Now, you don't touch my stuff, and 
certainly won't touch any of yours. So I have some questions. Yes, you do. Okay, please. I do too as well. (laughs) So for people who obviously are listening to this podcast and not watching the movie, what you can't see is that this entire scene and many others in this movie are of Tom Hanks in a t-shirt and then these tidy whities but very the, short briefs very short and the camera is because of where the dog's head stands in proportion <laughs> to tom hanks it is just right. constant hank stick it's emphasizing tom hanks's junk and yes this were the, the, this were this was also these were also my questions okay good about this yeah movie. i think we need to dedicate maybe a whole episode to this but well i mean uh, so I mean, Tom Hanks, now, he, it was 1989. Tom Hanks was very, you know, he's a handsome guy. He's a handsome you know? fella. Oh, yeah. But is he a sex, or was he a sex symbol? You know, we we think of Tom Hanks now as sort of this beloved actor. He's sort of everybody's dad. He's sort of this, like, love, you know, love Tom Hanks. Not, not dissing on Tom Hanks at all. But do people want to fuck Tom Hanks? I mean, I think in this sort of rom-com genre, yeah. Like, I think women find him attractive enough i guess it's just that like i don't even even if i did want to sleep with it like i don't want to see this sort of tidy whitey top yeah it, there's there's the problem with him is like he is attractive but he also has that like sort of brother element and it's just he's like non-threatening sexually it, it's not he's even that it's just like non-threatening he could I, also me, i know sexually <laughs> non-threatening <laughs> It's when you when you shout that that makes it yeah. even less threatening uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> You know, but like it's just a lot of like cock right in the eyeball. It's a lot of eyeball cock. Yeah, and that, it, it's weird that they didn't name the movie Eyeball Cock. You so know. they went with they went with Turner and Hooch. Instead. That was the working title, though. L- looking, yeah, working title was Eyeball Cock. Mm-hmm. Looking back, Turner and Hooch was the better title. Yes, yes. But, but hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, yeah. so it was cock. What? What twenty twenty cock? I don't know what that means. It's tremendous. It's tremendous work. Do you want to find out what happens after these other scenes? Oh, my God. I do so goddamn okay. much, Abby. Okay. Ready? Ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So Turner is like having all these struggles trying to get Hooch basically destroys his house. So he eventually gets him into a bath. Well, not really. He hoses him down um, and gets him under control. And then when he brings Hooch to work, Hooch spots the guy who murdered Amos at um, this wedding that's happening across the street, and he chases From him down. From across the street, yeah. without smelling him or anything, a very realistic No, he can't. Dogs can smell would. very far. In a group of people, he would smell a specific yeah. person. Yeah. Why do you think they use dogs to, like, sniff out narcs and stuff? But they have to go right up to the fucking thing. No, not this one. This one's different. <laughs> French, I, obviously. French Mastiffs are different. I'm a dog You expert. mean a dog de Bordeaux? Oh, God. <laughs> so Scott's super excited about the lead, but notices Hooch is having um, some emotions about the whole thing. Well, come on. You're not eating. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a celebration, Hooch. You ID'd Zach Gregory. Amos's murder is all but solved. So go. Open your beer. What? You're thinking about Amos? Huh? You must miss him. Yeah, well... I forget sometimes that this must be pretty hard on you. Everything's so different. You and I got off to a pretty bad start, and my place isn't exactly a rusty shack filled with junk, but... Not yet, anyway. You can keep working on it. Okay? 
this dog is being imbued with a lot of complex human emotion. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You think you think the, you think you go, hey, you're sitting there, you're sitting there thinking about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think the dog is sad. You know, dogs get sad. sad. Do you like it when people kind of scratch your ears like that? That's what that's what uh, Tom Hanks is doing. Yeah, especially when bowling. I have like um, head lice, which is all the time. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. You're known. <laughs> you're like, you know that there's a cure, but you refuse. Yeah, no, I think it's just embrace it. Yeah, you're exercising your freedom to live with head lice. Mm-hmm. Never mind that it's fucking contagious and it goes around everybody else. Not my problem. Not mine. No, not my president. What? My, my freedoms. My freedoms. <laughs> so with uh, Hooch's lead, Turner figures out that Amos's murder is probably connected to the smuggling operation at the docks, which there was a smuggling operation at the docks. I f- failed to mention that before. And then Turner brings Hooch on a stakeout where they pass the time in the car in a very funny and... I'm guessing pretty improvised scene. You know, we've we've known each other for a while now. Um, I think it's safe for me to say. But are you aware of, of your drooling problem? I mean, it looks like you you swallowed a tennis shoe and you got the laces hanging out. It's you know, it's a bit embarrassing, don't you think? Maybe you could save that. Is there a use for this stuff, like as an industrial lubricant or something? Like that? Oh. Good God. Why say what you're doing in the car? Oh, the old talking to a dog on a stakeout. How do you think you and I would do on a stakeout, sitting in a car for hours and hours on end? I think it'd be fun for like the first few hours. First few hours? Yeah. I and mean, how long is a stakeout? Like a long time. Usually they're overnight and you have to kind of stay awake. And I think we'd be com- fine. Complain about each other's... <laughs> Saliva drool. Yeah, so then Turner figures out that the police chief is in on the smuggling operation. You knew it because it was Craig T. Nelson. And yes. if Craig T. Nelson's mm-hmm. around as a good guy, you know he's going to turn into the bad guy. Yes, unless he's playing coach. So Turner stops them, but ends up, um, Hooch gets shot in the process. And can I tell you, listener, I was not ready for this. I guess I didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. But spoiler alert, Hooch fucking dies. Hooch dies into the end of Turner and Hooch. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the sort of silver lining is that he leaves a bunch of puppies behind that he mated with the um, sexy vet's dog, and mm-hmm. they have some puppies. But like the fucking dog died. The fucking dog died. Sacrificed himself for Turner. Yeah. And you know what? You know what also happened? Beasley died in 1992. So Beasley died three years after they. How old was Beasley when he movie. died? Beasley was 14. Oh well, that makes sense. Yeah, dogs live for, you know, 12 to, what, 12 to 15 years on average. Yeah, or even but, less. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's, again, so if, so if Beasley did anything to piss you off, you won. You outlived Beasley. But he didn't. He was a sweet baby boy. He was a sweetie. Mm-hmm. Not unlike you, with a sweet, sweet recap. I'm a sweet baby boy. And that's it. That is Turner and Hooch. And I honestly, first of all, I got to say that uh, recap ca- rehab camp really paid dividends. So I it know. Was worth, it was worth the money because you did a fantastic I job. I know you're being sincere. <laughs> I'd be very sincere. But sincerely, how does Abby and Brendan's friendship measure up to Turner and Hooch? When will we find out? <laughs> We will find out next season, apparently. Uh, no, no, we'll find out before that, right, okay. a, right, after, right after this. Okay. I've got a friend and my buddy, 
And my buddy's got a friend in me. Hey, Brendan, good news. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, you're not psyched about my good news? <laughs> I love, I can't wait for it. Okay, well, we have a new sponsor. Oh, great. What is it? <laughs> you know, I, I come here all the time bringing sponsors. <laughs> yeah, they've all worked out so well. No, so this far. one's for real, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a bottled water company. Do you, can I can I can I read it to you? Please read the copy. Okay. Uh, everyone loves fresh, clean bottled water, but what about the environmental impact? Our new sponsors at Eco Dirge Bottled Water use the latest technology to create the highest quality bottled water, 100% recycled completely from raw sewage. That is amazing. They recycle it from raw sewage. Yep, it's completely carbon neutral and tastes almost nothing like sewage. Give it a taste. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, that is awful. I can, t- I can taste the sewage. Yeah, well, you can taste a little sewage, but it mostly doesn't taste like sewage. But it t- I could t- clearly taste the sewage. It's, it's clearly raw sewage that I'm tasting in that. I don't think it's raw sewage. It's just... I don't care what kind of sewage it is. I could taste the sewage. It's like essence of sewage. But it, t- it doesn't matter what percentage of sewage it is. It should be 0% sewage taste. I, th- I think you're being unreasonable. I... I am not being unreasonable. Water should taste like water, not sewage of any kind. Okay, well, I mean, potato, potato. I th- the, f- the flavor's fine. It is the not. The fine. It's a terrible sponsor. So if those of you listening out there, please like and subscribe, rate and review, so we can get some good sponsors that don't make water that tastes like raw sewage. The flavor is fine. The flavor is not fine. You're not fine. <sighs> and stuff. Welcome back to We're Too Old for This Podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am Brendan Boogie, and we're talking about 1989's buddy comedy, Turner and Hooch, which is a real doll. You already said that. It's a real doll. Nope. We're starting off the season with a real doll. No. No. I've been working on that voice during the entire Branch. I like that your mouth gets smaller and smaller. As <laughs> so in this segment, we're going to talk about the relationship between Turner and Hooch and then the friendship between Abby and myself and see how it compares. So maybe it would be helpful for people to know how it is that we actually met. Sure. Um, so a lot of people don't know this, um, but we actually met as what I thought was we were both interns at the Westminster Dog Show. Right. Um, yeah. And I was there to kind of like help you like groom and, and run errands for um, this this uh, person who was, she had, a, she had a gaggle of beagles. Gaggle of beagles. That's the correct nomenclature. Um, of, of a group of beagles is called a gaggle? It's called a gaggle. Mm-hmm. And then I ran into you and you um, were saying that you were like an intern for um, one of the judges. Yes. What was sort of controversial is that I found out later that like you were actually not there in any sort of official capacity. It was just that you liked fondling dog balls. <laughs> but I stood by you, you know? Uh, but like, to, to, to be fair, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and... Yeah. and you know, you. But you do. The, you do need a license, so you can't just you do, go well, around. Well, fondle for the job you want, not the job That's you true. have. That's that is true. sort of the rule of thumb, right? So, yep. yeah, it's really the only socially acceptable place that I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. 
But I've been banned. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm surprised it took them as long as it did. Yeah. Well, I, I was the one who ratted you out. You dropped the dime on me, Barry! <laughs> I, dro- I dropped a dog on you. <laughs> it, it was a real dog. I sent Dog the Bounty Hunter on you. Oh, no. You know what Dog the Bounty Hunter does that I think is so cool? This is the only thing I think he does that's so cool. Instead of saying, how's it going? He says, how's it? And I guess that's a Hawaii thing. And I once had this, uh, I had this this friend that was from Hawaii, and I kept saying, how's it? She's like, that's not what, you know, it's like only people like Dog the Bounty Hunter say that. <laughs> like, we don't like say that a lot. I kept going, how's it? How's oh, it? How's it? It's just, how's it? It's just such, so cool. Is it cool? I think it's, I think it's cool. All right, well. So the first question is, which one of us is the Turner, and which one of us is the Hooch? What do you think? I think Abby I'm the Barrett. hooch because I'm a real bitch. No, um, <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm the hooch. You think you're the hooch? Tell yeah. me why. I think that, like, much like this podcast, I'm just here to have fun and drool on things and just eat random food that I see. <laughs> yep. uh, I like to sniff crotches. Just kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. On upholstery? I like to gnaw on upholstery. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm not like a messy person at all, but I certainly, I don't know. I think, I, I agree that you are the hooch, but it's more on kind of a symbolic level. Oh. I, don't, I don't think you literally chew on things, mm. but you are an agent of chaos in my life. Mm. And I am tr- I am trying to sort of live a life of order and sure, live a sure. life that makes sense. And you come in like a fucking doge de Bordeaux. <laughs> oh my God. Let it and go. Ju- why? Well, you don't like that one? You don't, you, want, you don't want me to keep riding that one? You don't want uh, me to keep riding my French accent? Well, you keep writing two separate jokes, both of which are bad. Which is the second one? I forgot already. The, uh, this is a real dog. Oh, see, I did remember. I just got you to do it. Uh, shit. shit. I win. I win. So <laughs> you are the hooch okay. because you are, you are destructive. I'm adorable. <laughs> right. And you do drool more than I do. I, I do say. drool. Oh, are you yeah. a drooler when you sleep? I drool like crazy. You know, I only drool when I'm asleep in public, like on a plane. That, <laughs> oh, and it's really? the worst because it's like I don't do it normally. And then something <laughs> about, and then I'll like lift my head up and it's like, whirp, long piece. <laughs> your, your body's like, let me save this really attractive feature <laughs> yeah. for what as many people are I'm watching as only possible. Only in public. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't drool. So we've talked about the we've talked about your cat a lot of times well have you ever owned a dog or are you just cats no my mom like I growing up my mom is just she's not a dog person at all mm. um she does not try to pretend that she likes them so we always had cats and i mean i'm a cat person i i kind of like any animal but i just i grew up with cats or a yeah. cat you know so i'm definitely a dog person and mm-hmm. i think i have this theory that cat people are not capable of true love. <laughs> Interesting. Tell me more. Well, because if you think about, like, the, the love of a cat is so conditional. You know what I mm, mean? Like, okay. the, love of a, the love of a cat is, like, yeah, I mean, I get, I'm not, like, so anti-cat that I don't get, like, sometimes cats are cuddly and all that. I do get more allergic to cats than I do dogs, but that's not the cat's fault. Right. The, um, except for that asshole Garfield. Fuck that. Yeah, but know, that guy loves that guy. lasagna. Come on. He does love lasagna. We have that in common. Yeah. Imagine I was like only allergic to Garfield. 
A cartoon? Yeah, that'd be weird. The cartoon. That would be weird. I'd start sneezing <laughs> like crazy. I'm like, fuck you, Jim Davis. I'm here. What's here? What's here? you? <laughs> but I think that, first of all, dogs are much more physically affectionate. I Not think necessarily, dog, but okay. In, as a rule. As a rule, dogs okay, want to sure. dogs want to be around more because dogs are pack animals. Like well, and they're the they're bred also to interact with humans. Cats are yeah. basically feral. We just some of them decide they're okay with living with us. Yeah, and that is, and I think dogs. The social aspect of dogs is that they just want to be around you all the time, and they want to be, you know, that is, and that is true love. You just want to be mm-hmm. around someone all the time. Whereas people are like, I just want to kind of be around you some of the time. I feel like they're not capable of true love. Here's where I'm going to turn the tables is because I think that cat people are capable of true love because cat people love these animals that are very often kind of assholes unconditionally. Mm. So I don't know that they do love them unconditionally. Oh, I have have an asshole for a cat and I love her unconditionally. But I think I think people that get cats are like it's much more convenient of a pet. It doesn't interfere with your lifestyle as much as a dog does. No, you could get one of those like shitty chihuahuas that can pee inside. You know, yeah. like it's not like it's not about like oh I have to walk the dog. I think like you you genuinely like cats. I like that cats are a little bit like fuck you and fuck the system. I don't know. They're like a little bit more yeah. independent. So maybe it's that you don't think of yourself as worthy of love. Oh, that is definitely true. <laughs> that I is neither it. here nor there. <laughs> no, that is very tied into this. I knew it. Because I feel like I'm worthy of all the love. Yes, and right. If the love doesn't come at me yeah. with like like running at me like slobbering, right, then I'm right. like, what's wrong? Whereas you're like, oh no, I don't deserve this. Oh, you're gonna pay half attention to me? Sure, yeah. that's I'm all like, I deserve. Yes. Sign me up. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. So one thing you can say about the relationship between a dog, you know, cat. Well, do you think cats are as loyal as dogs? I think rarely are cats as loyal as dogs. Right. Which is weirdly another reason I like them, but. you So you don't like loyalty. I just like that they're kind of like, I do what I want. But, the, Okay. Of all the, I mean, I, as this is, I'm about to go on a whole thing, but like, all right. humans have destroyed so much of the world, and we have all yes. these animals. We try to make nature beholden to us, mm. and at least there's this, you know, I mean, there's a few, but there's this one species of animal that's like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself, and so that's that cats. Is, okay, and yeah. dogs, don't, dogs, you're that they just want to be near you and love. Well, you they're, just, I mean, they're bred to do that. But dogs are also naturally pack animals. So if they weren't well, with cats, us, they would be cats with each are other. in prides. They're not like not. They're not so like loners. Don't you dare contradict me again. <laughs> Do you even know what a pride is? I know that you have no pride. <laughs> this is the conversation that just breaks us. <laughs> this ends our friendship. Is <laughs> is. Our knowledge or lack thereof of species interpersonal relationships. And I'm sorry if you know about animals and you're listening to this because it must be so frustrating. Yeah, I'm, yeah. We're gonna I'm an it because I'm the classic white guy, idiot on any topic, but speak but as if I know what going. the fuck I'm talking about. You're like the energizer bunny of it's classic. <laughs> but let's get back to loyalty because I think loyalty is you know, when people like a dog, they like loyalty. And I actually found this quiz. That will test your loyalty. Oh, to you? To me. What? Well, your loyalty in general, but okay. your loyalty as a friend. 
Okay. Loyalty as a friend. So okay. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is sort of a list of things that you that people are sometimes loyal to, and I want to check if you're loyal to any of them. So do you consider yourself loyal to any of the following? Mm. A sports team? No. No. Me neither. I used to be loyal to, to like sports team, and then I like sort of realized, oh, if you just stop watching it, it just doesn't matter anymore no it doesn't <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun so it's fun to, to enjoy it but yeah no yeah exactly but i'm like oh i don't have to actually be loyal to a sports team they nope. have no loyalty to me no nope. they have too much money to be loyal to anything right uh radio station no that's another one one time i was listening to the radio and someone it was like wbcn you remember wbcn in boston I, it was kind and, of before my time but yeah i remember it. yeah so wbcn and they they called in and this guy was like oh i'm loyal to wbcn and i'm like why would you be loyal to like i'm as loyal as whatever song they're playing and if i don't like it i switch yeah. the channel so are you loyal to a brand of coffee i am not no i just buy what's good I was loyal to a local sort of uh, roast place that I used to go to a lot, and I would make sure I always bought from them because they were sort of very nice to me. In Medford? In Medford, Medford, Medford. Massachusetts. Mix, Mystic Coffee Roasters are still shipping. This is an unpaid commercial, but nice. they do excellent coffee, Mystic uh, Coffee Roasters. Well, and that makes sense. I think a local coffee shop is is a good thing to be loyal to. Yeah. What about a country? Any loyalty to any particular country? I love Lithuania. Lithuania, Luxembourg. Fucking love it. It's so funny, like loyalty. I know it's supposed to be a given that you're like loyal to a country, but like I always, you know, people go, oh, you love this country. And my answer is always, oh, I, I, I love a lot of countries. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't love this country because in some ways I do. But like what's different about I happen to be born here, so it's the best. I mean, come on. Right. I think it depends on. also on, you know, like... I value certain freedoms here that I would not have in other countries as a woman, right. but also there's a lot more that we could be doing. I agree. You know, are you are you loyal to a porn subgenre? I um I am not actually surprisingly. You spread it around. Yeah, I feel like uh you know I always wanted to be in a foot fetish porn. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I could make some money on like you put, probably could. Yeah. Just like put my feet in there, like that seems easy enough. So if anyone's got any offers for Abby, <laughs> you can get us at We're Too Old Pod on social media. Hashtag feet. So it's like, imagine. so you've heard it here, folks. Like, mm-hmm. Abby is open to some foot fetish porn. Totally. Yep. As long as it pays well. The only porn subgenre I'm loyal to is the disappointed dental hygienist subgenre. Wait, well, explain this to me well it's it's like you know how when you, every time you go in for a cleaning your dis, your dental hygienist is disappointed and how little you've lost oh and how, yeah so that's that turns into porn we'll see i floss every day so next question your loyalty style could be best described by the following motto okay you ready mm-hmm. so ride or die mm-hmm. ride but definitely don't die mm-hmm. a friend with weed is a friend indeed <laughs> uh-huh every bitch for himself bitch or milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Interesting. Which one best describes your <laughs> loyalty style? I am going to probably go with ride, but don't die. Ride, but definitely don't die. So because, you will ride. you know, I don't need to die for, you know, I'm assuming that my friends are just normal people that aren't, you know, we're not going to like storm the Capitol or anything. So we could just 
not die. That's where you're wrong. Season two oh. is going in a oh, very no. QAnon direction. <laughs> Damn it. Imagine <laughs> this. Like, we, got, we hooked you with season one. Now yep, season yep. two, we're going to start inserting the truth about the deep state. Thank God. Somebody should tell the people. Somebody should finally tell the people. Yeah. So let's do a little time travel with your loyalty. So if you were in Revolutionary War times, mm-hmm. America, American Revolution times, you would show your loyalty to this new nation by boycotting scones. And I mm. know how you love a good scone. Mm-hmm. Cheddar cheese, yeah. Doing a sarcastic British accent all the time while rolling your eyes. <laughs> Teabagging John Adams. Attempting to assassinate beloved British children's entertainer Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I mean, he is pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be the sarcastic British accent just, and roll my eyes. You're just going to roll your eyes and do a sarcastic British accent. Yeah, and like all a really bad one. Yeah, so maybe could you demonstrate that for us? Sure. Oh, look, he's brought us some more scones. Oh, so delightful. Oh. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> that was what I was looking for and more. That was so not even close. <laughs> it was perfectly close. It was supposed to be bad. <laughs> oh I was God. the fifth beetle. <laughs> okay. Final question. Your buddy, that's me shows up at your house to hide from the authorities after a, quote, misunderstanding at the horse show. Mm -mm. Do you let me in and hide me in the basement, taking time to make me a nice calming cup of white chocolate cocoa? No questions asked. (laughs) Okay, okay. Do you let me in on the condition that I give you all the horsey details? Oh, yeah. Do you not let me in, lock the door, and swallow the key, and then immediately regret it because it wasn't necessary since you were already inside the house, and you're definitely going to poop out that key later? Mm. Do you call the authorities and turn me in for the crimes I probably committed? Or do you call the authorities and frame me for all the murders that Robert Durst committed? (laughs) Why would I care about Robert Durst? But you would frame me for the murders. But he's already dead. He's already dead. R.I.P., by the way. (laughs) R.I.P. Sweet baby boy. Um, I would do the one where you can stay in my basement. And Mm -hmm. just by sheer fact that I don't have white chocolate cocoa, Mm. you're going to stay and just spill the beans. Well, I'm sorry. The white chocolate cocoa is a deal breaker. All right. Well, then you can go back to horse prison. Okay. Is that prison for people who committed horse yes. crimes, or is that prison it's with both. horses? It's both, and that's why it's so treacherous. And it also seems like a really bad idea to put the people who committed horse crimes in the same prison as the horses. I know. Well, that's, that's just ha- that's just, what happens. You're just, you're just asking for trouble for those horses. That's our penal system. That is our fucked up penal mm-hmm. system. When will horse prison? When will, will we have horse prison reform? Not soon enough. So that's the quiz. That was a good quiz. I, I think we learned a lot about our loyalty to each other, and I think we learned a lot about Turner and Hooch, and we just learned a lot. Do you do you, do you agree? I think we learned a lot about um, horses. Yeah, horse prison. It was very. This has been a very zoological. Yes. 
episode so far, but the episode's not over. It's not? We still, no. Usually we, we would just end it in the middle and just throw our, <laughs> our hands up and walk out. That's what but I this remember. Time, this time we will have the verdict. Who has the better friendship? Abby and Brendan or Turner and Hooch? The verdict coming up next. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. January 11th at the Burren in Somerville, Abby and her band will be playing with Bronson Arroyo. That's right, the two greatest pitchers in Red Sox history, Abby Barrett and Bronson Arroyo, on a show together. So that's January 11th at the Burren. Go to abbybarrett.com for tickets. Uh, my movie, The Sympathy Card, is now available to watch for free with commercials on Tubi TV. So if you have Tubi TV and you want to watch the movie, go ahead and watch it. It's also available on Amazon, iTunes, Apple, and Vudu. Follow us on social media at The Sympathy Card. And this has been Bud Plugs. Buddies, 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 buddies. And welcome back to the season two premiere of We're Too Old for this podcast. We are talking about Turner and Hooch. And now is the time of the show where we come up with a verdict. Who has the better friendship, Abby and Brendan or Turner and Hooch? Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first, Abby? I'm going to go first. I feel pretty All strong. Right, please. I'm coming please in strong in season two. All right, do it. Coming in strong in season two. Yep. Season two, there's not going to be any ties. You're gonna no ties. I'm calling it now. No that, ties. That is that is what you've you you, you got annoyed by you, that, that you that you kept tying. Yep, and I'm gonna be like Babe Ruth, where he like points to the ball and then strikes it out. That's yeah. me pointing at the ties and not doing them. <laughs> You're that's one of the best baseball analogies uh, I've I ever know. heard. Shows an understanding of baseball <laughs> I, and an understanding you know. of analogies. No goals for you guys. <laughs> that's nothing. No, that's not anything. All right, so buckle up, because I think that at the end of the day, Turner and Hooch start off on a bad foot. They're, they're confronted with tragedy. Turner and Hooch are, you know, they, they're they at odds, although Hooch isn't because he's a dog. Um, and Hooch has unconditional love for this person who's not even nice to him and takes a bullet for him. I'm going to say that Turner and Hooch are the better friends. Hmm, Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and agree. Okay. Turner and Hooch are the better friends for a lot of similar reasons. I think we talked a lot about loyalty. Mm-hmm. And there is no purer loyalty than a dog. Mm-hmm. And, and he sacrifices his life for Turner. And Turner's just love for Hooch. Yes. You know, I, I used to, you know, I used to work in the mental health field, as you know. And, you know, we deal with a lot of grief and death and things like that. But nothing hits people with like the death of a, a pet or especially a dog. I've seen people just people who did not cry about their mother's death or mm, anything like that. Yeah. If their dog dies, it is just pure love. And I think pure love and pure friendship will trump whatever the fuck you and I have going. Which is not this good. Weird, crazy, psychotic mm, it's awful. you know, love slash hate that we have for each other. <laughs> it just can't compare. No. It Turner can't. and Hooch they have an innocent have, friendship. It's pure. And ours is pure, evil and tainted. So tainted with yeah. ugliness. Mm-hmm. So tainted with ugliness. <laughs> it's not good. Not healthy, it's not, really. It's not healthy at all. Nope. So thank God we're still going with the podcast. <laughs> Woo! 
So in season or in episode one of season two, we have determined this friendship is not good. Nope, and it's not going to get it's, better anytime it's soon. Just, it's not. It's, it's only going to get yep, worse. Stay tuned, and, and we're going to continue to attempt to destroy each other and undermine each other at every opportunity. And I will win. Yes, because that's all. It's all about winning with you, isn't it, Barry? It is. Because you're not capable of receiving love. It does not compute. <laughs> So that's it. Well, we agree. Yeah, that's a first. So that's not so a first. Op- but <laughs> no, it's not. We've agreed plenty of times. But it's nice to open the season on an agreement. Yes. That Turner and Hooch have the better friendship than Abby and Brendan. Correct. But. But. What? But. <laughs> what if we were Turner and Hooch? Baron and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. Okay, Abby, we need to talk about a few ground rules if we're going to do another season of this podcast. Number one, this is my podcast. This is not your podcast. You're here solely to support my ideas and my vision. You follow my lead. I am the talent. Uh, Okay. Secondly, no interrupting me when I'm being hilarious, which is basically all the time. Thirdly, I have my microphone and you have yours. Never touch my mic or any of my stuff. That mug that says world's best grandpa, that's mine. And yes, I do have a grandson. And yes, timeline-wise, that doesn't make any sense. But don't ask questions. Follow these simple rules and we'll get along fine. Abby, did you just bark at me? Oh, I get it. Turner and Hooch, you're being Hooch. Very funny. Oh, I forgot. Another rule. Don't make eye contact while we're podcasting. You know, eye contact makes me look fat. What are you doing? Stop Stop chewing on that. You're destroying the podcast studio. No, stop it. You're peeing everywhere. How? How do you have so much pee? No, stop. Don't eat that. That was given to me by Merv Griffin. Wait. Don't hump that, Abby. Don't hump that either. Don't hump anything. I thought we got you fixed. Bad Abby! Bad Abby! No. Don't look at me like that. Good girl. Don't attack me, girl. We're buddies, right? Buddies! Hey, buddies. If you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.